Last week, um, it was all about my relationship with Mike Primavera, my ex-boyfriend turned European sibling. It's a whole thing. If that sounds crazy to you, you didn't listen to the episode, so go listen to the episode. That was part one. This week, we're getting into all things Bali. Mike and I went to Bali while we didn't fuck each other once, and Mike was secretly drinking behind my back like a fucking monster, we did have an excellent time. It's not Bali's fault. So this episode is going to be all about Bali. Joining me again for part two is none other than the funny man himself, the hairy beast from the... That doesn't work because you're from Seattle. But Harry, I was going to say hairy beast from the East, but you're from Seattle. Hairy beast from... Pacific Northwest, like Bigfoot. That is <laughs> Mike Primavera, everybody. Golf claps. Yay, it's Welcome me. back. Welcome back. Mikey, you look beautiful as ever. Thank you. I'm so glad you stopped um, straight razoring your head. Yeah. Mike was doing the situation with the full beard. He's he's like 220. He looks like a pit bull, like real jacked. <laughs> and he was doing full beard and then shaving his head because he started losing his hair. And he legit looked like he was going to commit a hate crime. Yeah, it looked like somebody John Wick kills in one of those movies. Terrifying. I'm glad you're giving, you're, you're doing a little bit of hair because. Yeah, it's a better look. It was a true crime podcast just looking at you. <laughs> um, Mike and I went to Bali several years ago, and we had the best time ever. So I just wanted to give some tips and highlights for where to go, what to do. A few general things before we really get into it. I want you to know that the languages spoken in Bali are Indonesian, Balinese, and English. Pretty much everyone spoke English that we came across. But, you know, um, if you want to pick up a few words here and there, I think that that is respectful. Uh, the money they use is Indonesian rupiah. I think cash is generally preferred, but they do they do take credit cards. There's ATMs everywhere, especially if you're going to, like, the touristy areas. With the, the hotels will certainly take credit cards. The restaurants will take credit cards. If you're doing street food, I think pretty much... In most countries, street food, you should have some rupiah on you. Um, there are ATMs galore. Please be careful when you are at ATMs. Um, make sure that you check your surroundings and that you have a buddy probably. I, I, My general rule for pulling out cash in other countries if I am traveling with someone is I will be at the ATM and I will ask them to stand and do, be on lookout for me and just kind of scan what's going on around you can never be too careful. Um, the plugs that they use are type C and F, and the standard voltage is 230V. Standard frequency is 50HZ. Just get a universal adapter. Um, you know, make sure it's got good surge protection. Um, and leave your fucking hair dryers at home, okay? This is a place to be a natch, gorgeous, beautiful girl. Um, I will say, if you're a solo female traveler, this is definitely one of the safest places you can go. I felt great there. So definitely a really great place as a solo female traveler. 
You can use the Bluebird app for hailing rides um, or get a motorbike. Now, this is a cheaper option if you're balling on a budget. It does help if, you know, with the crazy Balinese traffic. However, exercise caution, people. I would not do this because I would run over everybody. I would kill myself within five minutes. But if you're a good driver, if you if you feel good on a motorbike, this is a very cheap option for getting around in Bali. Um, and it looks fun as fuck. So I can recommend if you are good at it, don't be trying to show off for your travel buddy if you're not good at this shit. Um, there's an Uber-like thing on the back of motorbikes, FYI. Um, called Gojek, G-O-J-E-K. You can use that. Um, it's pretty funny. I like it. Um, taxis are going to be more expensive, but again, if you feel safer in them, um, and you know, it's still, it's, honestly, your money is going to go very far in Bali if you're American. Now, if you're a first timer, obviously Ubud, Seminyak, Changu, those are going to be the big places that you'll want to see. We, we can do an, a more extensive, you know, off the beaten path episode if this does well. Um, so I'm not going to be talking about a lot of the obscure places that are less recognized by international travelers. I kind of want to do an easy introduction to Bali. Um, you know, there's plenty of, so much to see. Uh, and just because something's touristy doesn't mean it's not worth, worth seeing. We got to get out of this thing of like, uh, off the beaten path only. You're not a real traveler if you go to the main site. Like, oh, shut up, okay? People, most people are not traveling and trying to get themselves stuck in the middle of a rice field in a place with no service. Like, most people are just trying to have a nice time, relax, feel safe, feel comfortable. I respect you for that. I ain't judging, okay? This is a judgment-free zone, people. So, yeah, if you don't feel like this, if you have been to Bali 17 times and you want to be like, are you kidding me? I could have seen top 10 things to do on TripAdvisor. What kind of podcast is this? It's like, okay, okay. I'm just trying to reach people, inspire them to travel. Come your tits, Bethany. Hostel options if you are traveling alone. I always recommend, if you're traveling alone, I really do recommend staying at a hostel. You can always get a private room. I recommend that, especially for women. Um, if you can afford it, if you can't, all good. I've stayed in dorm styles a million times and I'm fine. I've lived to tell the tale. However, if you can afford the extra couple bucks a night and you want to get a private room, I do recommend that. But I definitely recommend, especially solo female travelers, to stay at a hostel. You will meet more people. You will have a crew. It's safer, ultimately, because if you want to hit the nightlife or you just want to have people to go do activities with and also to get some pictures of you, am I right? Then it's fun to stay at a hostel. They're way more social than than hotels. And it's just easy to make a lot of friends instantly. Um, you can also get a private villa or, you know, just use Airbnb or VRBO. You can find an entire villa for as little as like 25 USD a night. Um, so it's pretty dope. I mean, if you just do a quick Google search, I'm looking at some hostels that are like $11 a night. Ubud Tropical, 11 bucks. WW Backpackers, $11. Ubud Ricefield House, 26 bucks. Queen, get your ass 
to Bali, okay? If you're balling on a budget, Bali should be rebranded as balling on a budget. I'm so sorry. I honestly, you should remove comedian from my title. Here are some hostels I can recommend if you're balling on a budget. Uh, if you're looking for like a more remote experiment experience that's kind of out of the main rush of Ubud, which I honestly do recommend. It can get a little crazy in Ubud. Um, a great one is Ubud Ricefield House. It's beautiful and it's cheap, honey. It's cheap. Um, you'll appreciate that it's kind of more remote. It's very jungle vibes. It's close enough to the tourist hubs, uh, but still far away that you kind of feel a little calmer, a little more relaxed. Um, they're ba it's basic. Look, it's a hostel, okay? It's not going to be the frilly, gorgeous, like, swim up pool vibe. But you can get a good dorm, all female-only eight-bed dorm, a private room, and you're in a beautiful place. I think it's great. There's also the place called Puri Garden Hotel and Hostel. Um, it is a perfect mix of sort of party atmosphere and still kind of comfy, low-key, easygoing. Um, it's a great social environment if you want to meet other friends, make, you know, party it up, hang out at the pool. It's cute. It's comfy. We like it. If you want to stay right in the middle, right in the heart of Ubud, uh, walking distance to the monkey forest, um, just in the action, I can recommend Wayans Family Hostel. For Wayans Guest House, I mean, you get free parking. It's great for walking, 24-hour front desk, highly rated. There's airport transfer available. It's cute. We love to see it. It's very vibey. So where did we stay? We stayed at a few different places. We stayed at, one of the places we stayed at was Kamandalu. Oh, yeah. Ubud, which was amazing. They had this floating breakfast, mm -hmm. which if you're anything like me, insufferable, you will want to do that because the Instagram thirst traps are amazing. Yep. Who doesn't want to eat croissants on water? Mm -hmm. um, absolutely get the floating breakfast. There's a swim up bar. Yes. Oh, my God. We met that nice couple. Oh, yeah, that I still, uh, I, well, they don't hang out with me anymore, but they're in Chicago, and I did hang out with them once. And you got blackout drunk with them and have not seen them since? Yeah, that's fair, though. <laughs> <laughs> no arm, no pal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we met this cool. We crushed with them. That was fun. Mm -hmm. um, that place was great. Highly recommend. It's very, like, you stay in these tiny little, like, I don't even know how do you describe it. It's not a hut. It's like an actual hotel, but it's like you get your own little cottage. It's like a yurt? It's like a bougie yurt. Yeah. And you have like all, you know, we had like a pool outside. Yeah, there was a little attached tiny pool that was amazing. You like open a sliding glass door and just jump into the pool. I know. It's great. It's great if you want to get naked and have sex with the person you're there with. We didn't want to do that, but you maybe could. you would. <laughs> Um, where else we also stayed, another place we stayed at was the Comaneca at Bisma Hotel. That was the second bougie hotel we stayed at. Honestly, I liked Commandaloo better. Yeah. More action. Yep. But that place was more like private. I feel like it was a little bit more. The room itself was nicer. 
The room itself was nicer. They had a really, really beautiful pool. Mm-hmm. But frankly, I felt like there was more action going on at Commandaloo. But I will say, if you're trying to be like, no one talk to me, I want to be like very secluded. That place, Komoneka at Bisma. I'll put it everything into the description. Another great place. Um, things to do in Ubud. We went to the Sacred Monkey Forest, where I almost got absolutely mauled by a tiny monkey. <laughs> Uh, but it was really cool. You just get to like hang out with a bunch of monkeys and like they sit on you and they take shits on you. There's and you can... so many monkeys. There's so many monkeys. And the way that they feed them is they have a wheelbarrow full of sweet potatoes and they just tip it over in a pile and monkeys just come out of every corner of the forest and like grab a couple and run away with them. If you ever want to be like just live out your, you know, monkey treehouse fantasies, that's where you should do it. We also, we did, like, one of those, I know people have different feelings about, like, group tours and stuff, or, like, all day. We had a tour, it was mostly just to see the, like, Ubud highlights, and I'm a fan of them, like, the private tours especially, because your dollar goes so far that, like, it's not that expensive to just book a private tour. I'm a fan, I know some people are like, no, just, like, getting there is the journey, it's like, oh, shut up. I want someone to cart my ass around in the AC car and whatever, so I can see more in less time. We saw some pretty cool stuff. We saw the um, okay. I'm so I deeply am sorry for how I'm going to pronounce this. I don't. I'm going to try. I don't mean any disrespect, but I I don't I don't know what to tell you. It's hard to say. The Tegenungen. I'm sorry. Waterfall. Oh yeah. That amazing waterfall. Like you could do the little um swing into yeah, it. Yeah. There's was... a stairwell. You walk down the side of this cliff. It's really beautiful. Really, really beautiful. I'm gonna put the name of it in the description because I'm sure you didn't understand it for what I said. We also went to a coffee plantation, the Luak Coffee Plantation. Oh yeah. Now, Mike, do you remember how the coffee was made? Yeah, it's made from the shit of this little cat monster that they have there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's not called a cat monster. It's an it's some kind of animal that takes a sh- that eats the coffee bean, shits it out, then they take it it comes out undigested or like it fully intact. Then they take the shit coffee bean and they roast that and it comes out very smooth and not acidic. It is really good. I'll be honest with you. Shit or not, it's delicious. Yeah, it like yeah, like coffee has that acidity which is good, but like you can literally chug a cup of this stuff and it's just smooth. It's great. Like whatever the shit does takes the acid out of the coffee. So it is actual shit coffee, but it was delicious. We yeah, so the coffee plantation was just really interesting. We you go and you sample a bunch of different kinds of coffees that they make from the mm-hmm. sh- from and know. chocolate. Yeah. I mean, that is a little bit more mentally. You're like, I this feels like you're eating the shit. Yeah. But it was delicious, and I don't care who knows it. We also went to that rice terrace, uh, Tegal, Tegala, Tegalalang, Tegalalang, um, which you can go zip lining there. That was cool. It's a great place to end it all if you're suicidal because you could just zip line right on down and unhook yourself and just you know crash and burn into this rice field and really bum everybody out. Yeah, and your body will just decompose in the rice patties and make stronger rice. Highly recommend. Um, we went to that place called Tirta Ampool, the Holy Water Temple. That was awesome. It was like a Vegas MGM party for Buddhists. It was like there were so many people in that pool. Yeah. I mean, and it's not a pool. And being so like, respectful and like, 
Yeah, they're nope. Buddhist. They're not. They're not toxic. Yeah, like but the it rest was, of it's us. just like weird. Like if that was in America, it would be an absolute shit show. But just how like organized and kind and like it yeah. was just wild to see. Oh, yeah, not I mean American. everyone's everyone's <laughs> there to like I don't know connect with God and like meditate some shit. Not be toxic like us. Um, that was really cool. Highly recommend that. We went to this place called Five Elements Spa. Now I really like the spa. It was like truly. Uh, remote remember we had to go we had to like drive out there it was out there it was not like in the center of a boat it was like we had to take this like private car to get there through fields like out in the middle of nowhere Mm -hmm. you like have we're like where are we We we're gonna go get murdered like this is not where i don't know where we're going we finally happened upon this place five elements spa they do a lot of traditional services as well as like they do facials and massages and stuff but they do things that are like authentic indonesian Balinese, you know, traditional stuff. Some religious ceremonies. We got, we literally became a bowl of pho. Do you remember we like had that one service where they scrubbed our bodies? They gave you that like weird dick hairnet. Oh yeah, that's right. I had to wear a little hairnet on my dick. Yeah. And then I don't really know why you had to do that. And then we got into a bathroom and they started like cutting up onions in it and shit. (laughs) I felt like I was in like a Bugs Bunny cartoon where he gets eaten. (laughs) It was like... I remember I got a piece of lemongrass firmly wedged up my <laughs> asshole. And I was like, how is this relaxing? But it, you really do feel like you're a bowl of fuck because they put like, truly like lemongrass. Mm-hmm. They put like, what else? What do you put in pho? Uh There was like oils. Flowers. Yeah. Um, all these different like vegetables. Yeah. It was pretty crazy. Um, we also had... The fire blessing ceremony. Now, this was one of the greatest things I've ever seen in my life. Mike was in a wrap. They put this, like, sarong on him. He's miserable because it's hot. Mike hates the heat. He's sweating. (laughs) He wore his fucking swim trunks all over Bali. Like, instead of regular shorts, he just wore his swim trunks because he was sweating so much. (laughs) To the point where he was like, fuck it. I'm only wearing, like, actual... Like, I want to be, like, in a pool. It felt like he was swimming through the air. Yeah. So... They put a sarong on him. He's sitting there. This guy like rubs like red ash on mm. his on his forehead. And this priest is like blessing him and pouring water all over him and like saying these prayers. And I look over to him and he I have never seen a human being so miserable in their entire life. He hated every single second of it to the point where I was like, this is a little offensive, but it's mm. really funny. I, f- I felt like my hate for that moment canceled out whatever that holy man was doing. <laughs> oh, no. Literally, you got no spiritual growth Nothing. from that. Nothing. It bounced ex- right off me. <laughs> <laughs> if you're into it, you would like it. It's beautiful. It's a gorgeous place. The food is amazing. They mm-hmm. have, like, private, like, their own garden and chefs, and, like, they make incredible vegetarian vegan food. Um, they have all these different, like, you know, couples can go and do these cool services together i i really love that place it's right on a river so while you're having these incredible like when you're sitting in that bowl of pho and i mean i call it that it's not that it was cool to like be sitting there and you're just like looking out the back of this tent and it's just a river of like a strong flowing river i mean it's it's you really feel like oh this is bali like this is what you imagine when you are like i want to go to bali we're in the suburbs I don't think that that's what they think the burbs are like, but it was, <laughs> it was you know what? It was, it's a place to go to eat, pray, and be hot. That's yep. how I feel about Absolutely. Bali. 
Um, we also went to the Ubud traditional art market, which is super cool. It's a great place to buy like souvenirs for home that are not like the shitty airport, like, you know, crafts that fall apart. They're like the, the, the local artisans all come. It's like a, you know, a, a swap meet for local artisans and you can get really amazing stuff. The craftsmanship is insane there. It's so elite. Mm-hmm. That's something I can hire. Especially highlight. if you want a wooden penis. Oh, wooden penises galore. I don't know what it is about, like, they think it's, like, the funniest thing on the planet. Because everyone sells them. Everyone sells them. I mean, I bought one, so yeah, what kind of piece of shit am I, you know? Um, the One of the biggest highlights for me was the Firefly Eco Lodge, where we stayed in a an actual treehouse in the middle of the Balinese rice field. And, like, there is no actual address. They're just like, oh, down the footpath. And you're like, okay. So you just walk and walk and walk with all your shit until finally you find the collection of tree houses. And you're like, I guess this is it. That was amazing. We fought over the one outlet to charge our phones the entire time. <laughs> and I was like, I don't think this is like what this is supposed to be. No. We're like, oh, we're in the stars unplugged. And you and I are like, fuck you. I get the outlet. I Am get I going to get electricity out of this tree? <laughs> <laughs> Um, but it was really cool. There was a lot of bugs. Yeah. And it was like very in nature. So I'm going to be honest with you. I I like the idea of nature. I like the look of nature. Mm-hmm. I don't love bugs. I don't think either of us got a good night's sleep there. But it was cool. It like was I would neat. do it yeah. again. It was awesome. I would bring a fan, like a water fan. Mm-hmm. Those spray water fans. Some next kind time. of net situation. Because, you know, you could get, you could catch a Zika. Oh, yeah. Um, but it was cool. I really, I do. So Firefly Eco Lodge, look it up. I think it's probably going to be on like Airbnb or one of those places, but it was really, really cool. If you want to stay in a treehouse in the middle of a Balinese rice field and just feel like you're like really, you know, mm-hmm. of the earth. Yeah. Highly recommend. Um, the food. We went to this place called Clear Cafe Ubud. Great food, great ambiance. We got breakfast at Sea Circus one day. It's very L.A. It looks like the chain smokers are going to roll up at any time. I mean, let's put it this way. There was Aesop skincare everywhere, and I was like, this is not authentic. <laughs> I don't think this is Balinese finest. <laughs> but I got to say, the L.A. bitch in, in me, I liked it. I thought it was cool looking. Mm-hmm. Good photo ops, cool bar stools. <laughs> kind of looked like a photo shoot, like an L.A. type photo yeah. shoot place. They knew who they were pandering to. Yeah. I mean, honestly, stupid bitches like me. Um, we also ate at, um, I'm trying to think of other places in actually Oboe that we ate. I mean, honestly, you really you should just go appetizer hopping. You can't find a bad place. We then went to, down to Seminyak, which is kind of like the Balinese Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. It's obnoxious and fun. We ended up going to this place called La Plancha Beach Club. Um, if you want to see white people, that's where they all are. A lot of white people. Mm-hmm. But it's a place where you go and you sit on the beach and you order overpriced drinks that are not that good. And you have a nice time. And you sit on these cool bean bags. And it's like, no. it's a cute pick. It's fun. It's bougie. It is what it is. It wasn't your scene. It's not really my scene either, but it's like, it's a thing to do. Absolutely. Um, then we went to um, La Brisa, Bali, and Changu, which is an excellent beach club. This was Mike's absolute favorite thing we did the whole trip. Do you want to talk about it? Yeah, it's the whole place is set up like kind of like 
in Hook, the Lost Boys, like where the Lost Boys live, it's like this weird piratey, like rope bridge. It just looks like a like a pirate ship. Yeah, it's like a cool like pirate ship type. Yeah, it's just the, the ambiance there, and then there's like a little pool you can walk through or sit in. It's really nice, and then you can sit in the front, which is basically just like cool, comfy chairs. Like, you know, people, waiters come around and get drink orders and you can get a little appetizers. And then you literally just stare at the ocean and watch these huge waves crash in front of you with like vibey music. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's just so pleasant. Like that was probably one of my favorite things we did the whole yeah. time too. Just, you could sit there all day long, drinking beers, watching the waves. Yeah. It's, it's pretty fucking legit. So La Brisa Bali definitely recommend. It was like, it, that place would make Jimmy Buffett come in his pants. Um, we also went to this place called Coffee Cartel, which was the best breakfast we ever had. We ordered a second breakfast each because it was so fucking good. That avocado toast was the best thing I've ever eaten in my life. Again, mm. don't feel like that's authentic Indonesian food. But good food is good food. And who yeah. am I to stop anyone from experiencing delicious avocado toast? I still think about that place every once in a while. I'll be like, God damn, that was amazing. If you're looking for a really good local cuisine, go to Balinese Home Cooking. Honey, it is very affordable and very delicious. Uh, it's a nice setting. It's very um, relaxed, nothing fancy, but you're going to get an assortment of yummy, authentic Balinese dishes. It's cozy. You know, it's chill. If you want to do something international, get a bunch of different things. I can recommend Pistachio Restaurant. You can get good cocktails, a nice assortment of international treats, good service, good views. Honestly, you can't really do that. Like, it's a vegan vegetarian paradise. Oh, I love this one place called Ellie's Kitchen. Ooh, queen. Fabulous. Very romantic. A great place. To set the mood before you go get pregnant. We went to that place, Motel Mexicola, which is like a fun restaurant bar. It's a place that, like, it's it's really extravagantly de- decorated. You can get drinks, and then it turns into, like, a party at night. It's like, like a dancing joint. Yeah. It's, you know, those places where, like, you have dinner, you drink, and then it turns into a full club. Mm. It's one of those. But, you know, there's, like saint this of that everywhere and the decorations it's all purpled and pink and there's flowers hanging and it's it's vibey it's a good like it's a good pick <laughs> yeah absolutely for, for my bitches <laughs> who love a good pick that's a good place for a good pick wear a cute outfit um all in all like you know I, it's been a few years since we've been so like i'm sure there's a billion other cool things to do but the biggest takeaway of, like, Bali of what to do is, like, be in nature as much as you possibly can. Like, mm-hmm. go see the waterfalls. Go on the hikes. Like, follow some guy on a motorcycle. And if he wants to take you to a secret waterfall, if you get murdered, so be it. It's a cool way to go. Like, and the people are really nice. and, tra- and, tra- and tra- I'm going to be honest with you. If you want to make risky decisions, Bali is probably the place to do it because people are pretty, li- like, cool there they might like rip you off a little bit i don't know the worst you're gonna get is somebody on a scooter trying to snatch your cell phone while you're walking around which we were told multiple times 
to watch out for. But like, I, it's just not a place where I no. really, I didn't never felt unsafe. No, not everyone one time. there is just all about like kindness and their family and like. Yeah. yeah, it's like just I don't know. I really felt good there. Like I know it's kind of hack. Like there's a lot of LA pseudo spiritual people who like you know make Bali I don't know like a spiritual oasis and they kind of I whatever. But I will say that it really is a beautiful magical place. Mm-hmm. So highly recommend Bali. We did break up right after, so it's not Bali's fault, but I will say it didn't save our relationship, so that's one knock against it. Yeah. Not even Bali could do that. Yeah. But if you want to have sex with who you're going with, fuck all over that place. Yeah. Um, but And let us know like where you're going. We know where are you going? Where, are you, where, where would you recommend? Have you been there recently? What was cool? Let me know. I want to know. Thanks for listening. That's This is going to be a short episode, but we got to the point because I'm efficient. <laughs> Mike, I love you. If you listen to part one, which you should, and if you haven't, go listen to it. It's a beautiful episode. I cry in it. Um, <laughs> we love you. Mike's the best thing ever. He needs his nap. He's yawning right now. He needs a little afternoon big boy nap. Mm-hmm. I love you very much. I love you too. You are my forever family. Absolutely. Will you be my flower girl at my wedding? Sure. Okay. See you next week on Globe Voting with Chelsea Frank. Oh, where can they find you? Uh, on Instagram and Twitter at Primasa. Okay. See you next time. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>